Right now, I need you to kind of reconcile this. You need to make more money. I don't want you to think that I'm saying that money is everything, but I'm telling you, sister, brother, listen to me. You need to make more money. You just do. How much money? Enough money. Right now, all I want to make sure is that you're making enough money to be able to respond to life as you need to respond to it. This particular year, at this moment, financially, this has been the most difficult year for me to navigate the concept or the ideas around having the amount of money that I need to respond to life as it's happening. And that's the key. I want you to have more money. I want you to have more money and I want you to be able to hustle the money you need. This particular episode is going to be a journey of me walking through a couple of hustles you can pick up really quickly and how to add some cash that are outside of maybe getting clients or customers. I'm going to take you down a different direction. This is like Hustle 101. Why? Because these are things that I have used and done time and time again to stack cash um, over a decade ago, but I know that they still work today. And more importantly, you can just get started right now because build the damn thing. In order to build the damn thing, you have to have capital. And the very first thing that you and I have to build, baby cakes, is your self. Hey, you. Welcome to Build the Damn Thing, a place where myself, Tiffany Largy, and our amazing Do the Damn Thing coaches show you how to use your story to build it all. Whether it's your first six figures, your next layer of multiple six figures, or maybe you're on your way to a million. And if it's not that, it's the life of your dreams, where you are free, you are strong, and you are whole. First, we're going to show you how to use your story to build a strong foundation. And then next, we're going to show you how to use your story in sales and marketing to clean up the cracks. And last but not least, we're going to show you how to use your story to gather people. Because the truth of the matter is that there's nothing stronger than being connected to people who just understand you as you are where you are so you can stop explaining yourself. I want to remind you that now that you're here, you are home and I officially welcome you to our family. All right, let's get started. So charge it to the game, right? Now, I want you to think about this with me that you have right now some resources and things right around you that you can use to stack your cash to make some more dough, to make some money. Um, Even if you have a business right now, I want you to think to yourself that until you get to about 250,000 or a little bit somewhere inside of that. Yes, you need to be focused on growing your business, but you also need to be making sure that every month you have some cash. Sometimes inside of the business we're running or the things we have, it doesn't, it's not quite working out. Sometimes we're in a place in our jobs, even if if you were still working, like you have a place in which you're like, I just need another $1,300 a month. You can make $1,300 a month right now. But the question is, are, are you willing to do the work? I want to walk you through three very specific things that I've done over the years. And I say over the years, whether it's something I've done in the last three years or something I did over a decade ago, all of them I have tried in the last 12 months again, because every quarter or so I walk through what I'm going to teach or do the damn thing community. And I'm like, okay, now if I'm going to teach it, I'm also going to make sure it works. So these things work. They work now in today's economy. They work now in today's world. All of them will take no money for you to execute. The question is, are you going to be willing to do the work? Because building the damn thing, like building your empire, you know, I want you to be focused on this statement. Hey, Tiffany. Hey, John. That, that's you talking to yourself. <laughs> Let's build the empire of you. 
I took a moment and I paused for a second because I, I wanted you to sit with what it means to what it means to build the empire of you. Now, right around you, there are things, resources that you have that you can stack cash. And my very first and favorite one is selling on Amazon. I know that this seems completely like left field for me, but I am going to tell you that selling on Amazon has been one of my favorite. I did it a decade and a half ago before it even became popular. And I really don't talk about it and I don't know why. There's no like special reason, probably because I'm not an e-commerce Amazon guru. But I will tell you this, there was a time in which Amazon paid my bills, all of them. Now, this episode is going to be really quick and I want to give you the highlight of it. Um, You could always head to dtdtools.com. You can always send our team an email or more importantly, I'm pretty sure that inside of our community, the collective, I have an entire series that we did on this on just how to stack cash. So whether you're joining us in the collective, I mean, you can always head to our website right now, dtdtnation.com and go check it out. Or you could literally just send us a note and, and get more kind of 411. Follow me on social media, ask me the question there. But Amazon, even for the person who's not an Amazon guru, is still possible. Now, I'm going to break it down into two avenues. The first avenue is taking the things that you have right around you in your house, in your home at this very second and selling them. It sounds bananas, but this thing works. So there was a period of time I had moved from from Florida. I moved from Miami, Florida to Tampa, Florida, and um, I was building a new relationship with Xerox. I really did think in my heart that I would be up and running when I moved because I kind of moved abruptly. I was in a situation and here's the next thing, like making more money, it could simply be nothing more than you, um, uh, than you responding to a situation. This is what it was for me. I was in Miami, Florida. Some bullshit had gone down. My best friend turned her back on me and uh, she accused me of trying to get in, in, uh, in the midst of a relationship or in the midst of some, some, a relationship with someone that I worked with. I know this is crazy. So I have this business partner and um, we own, co-own this company together. Fast forward, I had tried my best to explain to her that I didn't want her to go into a relationship with this guy because he was just not the right place for her. Fast forward, it left me emotionally pissed off. Fast forward, our relationship ended and a lot of other shit was going down in Miami. And I decided at this moment during a summer, right before Jada turns, uh, gets to uh, elementary school that I need to leave. Money allows you to leave. I had enough money. I had been making enough money then I could pack up everything, uh, put stuff in a truck um, and and move to Tampa. Why Tampa? Because my parents had lived there at that moment. They had just moved there the year before, two years ago, and my sister lived there. And so for me, I was like, okay, this will be the first time. And, you know, uh, from when the kids are little that I'm going to be in a place in which I can be near kids. Now, near kids, damn it, near my family, (laughs) near family members, because I had rode solo for so long. Now, uh, I thought that as I thought that I'd be able to enter right back into a brand new relationship unassociated with anybody else, but that wasn't the case. Uh, they, you know, I had a bunch of applications and all types of bureaucracy, and uh, my 12-day plan turned into like five, six months, and I was like, shit, what am I going to do? So at that time, I turned to Amazon, and, and there's one of two ways. You can take the things you already have and you can begin to sell them. You can take the things that you already have and begin to sell them. Now, I broke this down into two categories. First, I looked at all the books that I had, uh, not knickknacks exactly, but uh, items that maybe still had the UPS, UPS UCP code (laughs) on it. And I went to Amazon. I would type in 
the barcode number. I would type in the ISBN number and it would uh, it would populate a dollar, uh, a way for me to sell it. Now, to start this process, just think to yourself, you're going to go to um, Amazon.com. Somewhere on there, it says a seller account. You open a seller account. It's complete. I used to be free. I heard these days it's like $39 or $69 or something like that a month. Still worth it. You take the items you have. You literally, it asks you for the ISBN number, which is on the back of the book, or it's going to ask you for the... Um, the serial number, I believe, and you can just plug and play. It already has the pictures, and most of the time it has the perfect title. You just have to come up with the pricing and all the other things around it, right? Simple, easy, delicious. Now, the other thing I did in this area is I ran out of stuff. I want to be transparent. I did not have a ton of things. Uh, I had spent the years before throwing away a lot of things, um, and I say throwing away when Jada and Maya had to move because uh, my ex-husband uh, was just all over the place. We constantly had to move and I had to throw our things away. So I didn't really have a lot of things when we moved from place to place, but I did carry my books. I was an avid reader as a teenager. So in this, I ran out of books and I was like, well, shit, what am I going to sell now? And then it was like, ah, I got it. I'm going to sell things from the store. Now, back then there, I couldn't really get my hand around like clearance aisles and um, things like that, but you could put that into play right now. You could go to the clearance aisle of your local store, whether you're on the East Coast and you're going to like Belks or JCPenney or Macy's, or you're on the right side of the world and you're going to the Big Five or right side, <laughs> well, the West side <laughs> of the US. Or if you're in another country, this will work as well, slightly different, but the concept will work. I know it will because I have friends, people that I know in other countries, even like Jamaica, where they just sell. Things. Now, stay with me because I uh, found a way to start couponing. I would go and I would coupon. I'd get a ton of coupons um, either every Sunday morning or I would purchase them online. You can purchase them online still. I checked it out. But the cool thing is I would head to the store and I would get in front of things like uh, buy one, get one free days, and I would coupon my way. That means I would get a heavy discount on the item and then I would take it home and then I would sell it. Now, back then you could not sell food. But uh, you could sell uh, respectively everything else. One of the things that I coupon, go figure, is um, in, I think it was Walgreens or CVS Pharmacy that had these coupons that would come out like twice a year and they would be 5 or $10 off of a, was it $10 off? Or I would pay five, you know what, I'm lying. I would pay 5 or $10, that was the outcome. So it was a bigger coupon. It was like $20 off of a uh, glucose checker. So that's the diabetes, the, the kind of white machine, white or colored machine that um, that it, it, it's like in a, in a square box. It's in the back of CVS Pharmacy. It's near the pharmacy area. And basically it's a machine that costs $29.99 that allow you to check your sugar from home daily. I would get this coupon and I would stack up and buy 20 of them. Now, I couldn't buy 20 in one location, so I would get this coupon. And it's like, Tiffany, well, how did you do that? I would, believe it or not, here, take a moment, take a deep breath. I would either go to the store at the end of the day on a Sunday and ask them for their extra um, newspapers. That was one. Two, sometimes I knew that certain stores would put their newspaper in or near the trash. Yep, you heard this right in or near the trash and I would go and I would go in the trash bin in the back or to the side. And before you're going to decide to judge me, when you need to make money, you need to make money. 
You have to let go of your pride and what looks politically correct. And you just need to focus on getting your ass paid. And for me, it was focused on getting my ass paid. So if I could get these newspapers for free instead of paying $2 for them, then my whole journey would be more profitable. So I would try to get somewhere between 30 newspapers on that on a Sunday, every Sunday. And then I would go through, find the coupons, go to a bunch of different CVS pharmacies and collect the item. Before I knew I was sitting on, just do the math with me. The things were $29.99. I probably paid about 10 bucks for them. And I got $20 off of 30 of them. That means I'm sitting on some serious inventory. I would head to Amazon. I would head there. And then I would make a decision to, I would make a decision to, I would make a decision to hunker down, uh, put my quantity in. I didn't put the whole 30 that I had. I'd put like, you know, I had seven at one time, then I had four and things like that. Because you can say in inventory, how many do you have? And then I would sell them and I would sell them a little bit lower than the pricing that they had. Bananas. It was great. Before I knew I was making two, three, four hundred dollars in a week, it was absolutely comparable to me trying to uh, go to a job or uh, do something else. And it was so easy because all I needed to do was wait for the order to come in. Then the order would come in. I would put it in a bag, you know, tape this thing around. You didn't even have to be pretty, write a thank you note and then uh, put that person's address in and drop it off at the mailbox. Like it can't be easier than that. That stuff worked. It worked ridiculously. So item number one or way avenue number one is taking the stuff that you have. Taking the stuff that you have and looking around and going, okay, great, I'm going to do that. But then the next part of it, the next part of it is you saying, okay, well, I'm out of things. Now I need to go sell other people's things. So instead of selling used things, which you probably would want to do on um, um, sites like Macari or eBay, eBay for sure, but Macari right behind it. I stuck to Amazon that was looking for gently used things that had a little bit of a different criteria, but more importantly, they would allow me to uh, sell just about anything that I that had a serial number or an ISBN number. So me heading to the store, um, heading to places, buying the item on clearance, coming back and selling it, do the math. I buy something for 10 bucks, I sell it for 27. If at the market was selling it for 29.99, I didn't need to be 19.99. The pricing strategy there is you just need to be slightly lower. Someone is going to quickly buy it because they need it. Sold it for $27.99. This thing cost me $10. I have now made $17 for each and every one of these things. I sell 30 of them. Boom, boom, boom. Bada bing, bada boom, right? Then I am in the game. I've made money. If I do this every two to four days, then I'm stacking anywhere from two to $1,000 a month. And that way I paid my bills consistently and effortlessly. Let me tell you why this is so important for me, because you can get started right now, like right where you are, you could look around or you could go somewhere. I'm telling you, even the library has most public free libraries have a now a room in which you can acquire books for free or you could pay like 25 cents for them. I mean, come on. There is no excuse. I believe in this so much. It's ridiculous. You know, I said that I was going to make this entire episode about hustling. I'm going to have to make this a series. So this is going to be a three-part series, and I really want you to go listen for the other two. And the reason why is because I want to dedicate this all to Amazon and um, and and getting getting your mind around the hustle. I'm going to tell you the third one before we get out of here. The third one's really important for me. It is uh, strictly about selling in something digital. 
the greatest thing about Amazon today is you can sell something digital. You can sell an ebook, you can sell a coloring book, you could sell sell an item. You just need to put together a digital, a intangible item, and you head to KDP Publishing. KDP Publishing. We have quite a bit of knowledge and and work around inside of KDP Publishing inside of the collective, and. Uh, it's something that I, I've just started to walk our community through because I I'm on KD, I am on KDP Publishing, but we we sew on it, right? And it's like the third, like just most delicious uh, kind of thing that exists in the world right now around this area um, of making money. And because it's an intangible item, that means that it's all labor to get it done. And then once it's done, you can put out into the world. Well, Tiffany, I don't want to write a book. You don't even have to. You could head to Fiverr right now, hire someone for 20 bucks, $100, and get them to write you a book. And then you put it on Amazon and you get paid from here until, you know, the world ends. Like, what are you talking about? It is, there are so many ways for you to hustle right now. I'm going to tell you that this entire episode has been dedicated to Amazon because I know that everybody has or at least knows what Amazon is, can get access to an account for free or little to nothing, and can get started on building the damn thing right now, putting more money in their pocket right now. All I ask is that you get started right now. I hope that episode was amazing for you and you are closer to building the damn thing. I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were, what part you loved, and the action that you're going to go take because the truth of the matter is that the person who wins is not the person who gets there first. It's the person who takes action first. Now, I've got a gift for you and it is at www.strackedhustle.com. It is imperative that you run there and you see all types of goodies, starting with the seven must-haves that you've got to put when telling your story. There is so much deliciousness awaiting for you. I would love nothing more than for you to go ahead and give us a thumbs up and a five-star review on not just this episode, but this entire series of how do you build the damn thing. Like always, if there's anything that we can do to make your weekday or month better, please let us know. And more importantly, I can't wait to see you live. Whether it's at Do The Damn Thing Live or in one of our communities, or maybe you're just hanging out with us on social media. What I know to be true is that I am meant to connect with you somewhere. And I can't wait for that day to happen. And more importantly, I can't wait to see what you built. 